0: She is telling people tonight that Canada has never been so divided, never been so angry at one region against another. And I disagree. What we have seen over these past two years has been Canadians stepping up for each other in extraordinary ways. Canada has one of the highest vaccination rates of are pure countries around the world. Why? And it's not because Canadians
1: love getting needles. It's because Canadians trust science. Canadians trust each other to do the right thing. Ah, <laughs> What's going on, Philly? <laughs> What's going on, bro? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> So JT, JT's baby,
0: JT here says that Canada is not divided and we have been more united than ever before.
1: Ever before, my friend.
0: So let's talk Freedom
1: Convoy. Oh, you mean that thing that's going on in Ottawa? (laughs) Oh, bro. As always, you know it, man. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, bro. Um, yeah, Freedom Convoy, bro. You uh, you were there. I was there. You went down what, last weekend? I went... Uh, second weekend of the, the annual... S- the second weekend, and if we want to do the serious mathematics, uh, it was on uh, the 5th that I went. February the 5th. So it's Yes
0: sir. It was probably like what, like seven days since they first arrived and
1: Uh it was exactly seven uh no because they got there I think the Friday. Hmm. Or, I think they got there originally the Friday. The Friday night. The Friday night of the week the week before. Right. Because, that was that because, was
0: when JT went to isolation.
1: Right, 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 right. He yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about that. Talk about timing. <laughs> Yo, bro uh, rewind on January 27th. Oh. Which was... Thursday, wasn't it? There was a Thursday. And that was that was the day where he uh, and the rest of his party were talking about Ukraine and stuff.
0: Mm, and yes. Call, uh, calling out Putin on yeah, a fight?
1: Yeah. Calling out Putin on a Thursday night, bro. Um, and... I don't know what happened within that time, but... Uh,
0: his his son contracted COVID, apparently. Okay, well, so two of his
1: sons. Two of his sons, okay. So two of his sons contracted COVID. Uh, I'm not going to call a lie on that. I, I mean, we're all well past that part of, you know, Trudeau lying and Trudeau... Have being so convenient and stuff like that. I, you know, we're not even here to talk about that stuff. Today. We
0: just know that Trudeau's kids got sick. Yeah. Let's just call it they yeah, got they got they, sick. they
1: got sick. Uh, but, um, anyways, yeah, I went last weekend. Mm-hmm. It was interesting, bro. Well, tell me about it. Oh, I want to know. And I, you recorded some. Stuff, I recorded right? a lot. Uh, so before I left the night i left the night before uh i left on the friday night because i didn't want to uh one be stuck in traffic and stuff so i talk like, about traffic you're going hit, to ottawa going to ottawa man it's like a five hour drive from from the crib so but yeah I, I left the friday night stayed at my buddy's house in colburn uh which is about a two hour drive from from my home uh and then yeah uh we tried to catch some shut-eye, but that didn't happen because we were up all night talking about obviously the pandemic and everything that's happened and stuff. I haven't seen him since... I haven't seen him since high school. who? Yeah, so like, you know, talking to him and, and 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 every day of the pandemic to like seeing him and then like we were talking about all the events that have been happening in our life for over time. But um, yeah, so we went on the road. We went on the road uh, early in the morning, and you know what? It's crazy. I I I I, I, le- I met my first group of so they call crazy people. Mm-hmm. Uh, well,
0: define crazy people. Like uh, what are we people defining who, as-
1: who who argue about uh, the fact that they they shouldn't be asked whether why they're wearing a mask or where's your your vaccination passport because we stopped at the on route and I kid you not bro cuz there was a whole squad of of people in in their trucks on their way to ottawa and you know me and my buddy we we were in there you know obviously everybody went in there to take a piss for one cuz mm-hmm. it was the last on route just before you hit the 416 to head up to ottawa and it's uh, gonna
0: be a while past that point. It's gonna
1: be some time, and you don't know <laughs> it. You don't know if you're gonna be stuck in traffic, bro, because of because of the convoy. We had uh, everybody went to do their thing, the business, and then you know every, the only store that was open was Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. So obviously everybody wants to get coffee before they head up. True Canadians, right? Uh, but the three uh, employees there, they were giving everybody a hassle, Be like, "Where's your, where's your mask?" what is, where is your papers and all this stuff? And people are like, well, you can't ask me that, but like to see a whole group of people act that way. Mm-hmm. That was my first time I've ever experienced that throughout this whole freaking uh, pandemic. Uh, Cause usually it's the other way around. Yeah. It's like, everybody's got their mask. And then you have like your one person who doesn't get in. And that person looks like a crazy, per- a crazy person, a crazy person, right? Like, Oh, stop being crazy. like just show your papers or go get, go get vaccinated. Like, well, somebody has a specific reason, yeah. so um, the the employees are saying, "Well, no, you know, you have to have an exemption of why you're not wearing a mask," and they're like, "You can't ask me that." And it it ended with the back and forth, back and forth. Long story short, everybody got their coffee <laughs> because the girls they got tired of the back and forth, right? So, but the funny thing is though, but the whole thing. This is the part that I had never understood was there wasn't that many people inside the en route. I'd say 12 to 15 maximum. And I would say 90 to 95% of the people weren't wearing a mask. Whether they're part of the convoy or not, they weren't wearing a mask. So you got to think the only people that were wearing a mask were the people that were serving you
0: Hmm.
1: behind the till and behind the freaking plexiglass. So even if they didn't want to serve you, nothing could possibly happen to them. To them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's like the agenda and the and the narrative has like entered people's brains and is stuck there because you're not allowed to to serve people if they're not wearing a mask. But turns out there's not one person in this building wearing a mask. So like, me giving you my e-transfer of money, on my tap, is gonna stop me from getting a coffee that you're gonna hand me behind a plexiglass, and I'm on my way out. That part I was, uh, I was, I was amazed by that the fact that they would still argue. Well,
0: that's the rule, right? If if you don't have a mask, then if you don't have a certain symbol, mm-hmm. then you can't buy yourself
1: it's weird bro because the majority (laughs) the, the majority is that nobody's wearing a mask in that freaking place man that's the that was the thing that threw me off but that was just the beginning um the things that i saw on people's trucks like people either they they purchased a new vehicle or they just didn't care about their vehicle and they just I don't want to say vandalized, but they basically modded it up. Yeah, they, they, they did some modifications to it. And <laughs> I wish I had a picture of, of the one truck that I saw, but like she she had like F. Trudeau this and communi- communism, excuse me, communism that, like completely two toned the whole truck. Like it, it, people have done next levels to their vehicles to show their support for the convoy and whatnot. Um, but, uh, getting into, getting into Ottawa itself, uh, I told myself before I went there, uh, I didn't want to go there for like support of the convoy. I wanted to go there to see what was happening hmm. because I mean, everybody's sitting on their phone on telegram or, um, or, you know, people are watching the news or whatever the case may be, or maybe it was like a, a herd of like, they hear it from somebody else's mouth, I, I, I honestly got tired of, of all that stuff, man, because me myself, I, I like I like information and I want to know the truth for myself. So
0: you're going right to the source.
1: Going right to the source, right? You might as well. That's that's the way that's the that's best way. best way reporting is done, right? That's that's the best. best way, way to
0: find any source of information is going right, right to, to the, the source. very source.
1: I agree a thousand percent. So um and that's what i didn't I, I mean that's what this convoy is all about right everybody wants to complain that it's you know it's provincial it's provincial it's provincial it's not
0: provincial i'll tell you why well please explain sir so okay so everyone everyone's saying you know like i even saw a comment on uh, facebook saying oh these guys are stupid it's a provincial issue it's a provincial mandate right these guys are idiots they don't even know their own government yeah to me, I just say, well, you don't know your own government because for one, the mandate is international borders. It's a it's a mandate that you have to be vaccinated to cross international borders. So if we're discussing international borders, we are discussing sorry, discussing okay. <laughs> federal federal jurisdiction. Yeah. Federal, if it's international. It is federal. Provincial is just on its own. but the actual international border is federal. Also, the, how they who they work for, transport Canada. What is that? It's a federal agency, which, if you go on to the Canadian Canadian government site, it tells you, For all those people that are out there, you can look it up yourself. It literally says that they have paid, I think it's over $3 million to help Transport Canada push this vaccine mandate across all its workers, right? So that's monetary incentivization right there. And also, if you scroll down to the next paragraph, it tells you that since the pandemic began... The federal governments have financially supported provinces and territories who have pushed the mandate. So, why two years ago at the start of the pandemic where infamous Justin Trudeau blatantly did not even mention alberta whatsoever when talking about when listing from west to east coast how canada is united and he blatantly forgot alberta. Mm-hmm. Why? Because who was the only premier to defy the federal government at the beginning of the pandemic? Alberta. Who got hit with during the during the 2020 election, the US election? When Biden came in and dismantled the Alberta pipeline, mm. why do you think that was? That hit a huge economic hurt to the province of Alberta. And our gas prices oh because prices he are... wasn't complying. Yeah. So he financially, economically broke Alberta just like he called out on you Russia in defense of Ukraine, saying that if they want to advance, they are ready to defend with military measures, as well as creating economic sanctions upon Russia. Economic sanctions similar to what he's pretty much been doing to Canadian citizens by mandating vaccine or your job or... Telling Alberta, hey, we're not going to give you any funding. We're going to cut you off, and then you know what we're going to do? we're going to take away your pipeline. Why? Because you're not complying to what the federal government says. Yeah, Alberta. So yes, it is a federal issue.
1: Yeah, Alberta's been hit on on. Uh, it seems like they're they've been in the news more than any other province that's out there. Uh, especially you know with, with like the health ministers and whatnot mm-hmm. that are out there. It's it, it's it's been crazy. Rewinding. uh, Yes, let's go back to you entering Ottawa. Yeah, getting into (laughs) Ottawa, um, like I said, I I didn't want to go in there with the mindset that, you know, everybody there is, you know, racist and there's Confederate flags and this, that, and the other, like all that stuff that everybody was talking about. I didn't want to go in there with that mindset. Mm -hmm. I went there with a friend of mine who fits. The narrative of the people that are there. He is a white man. A white hardworking man. He has a beard. He lives in the country. He's a nice guy. So he sounds like a white supremacist KKK follower. I'll tell you this right now. If I was a douchebag and I thought every single person that was white was racist... I would look at him and be like, that guy's a white supremacist. That guy's got a white hood in his closet? He for sure has a white hood in his closet. (laughs) There's no doubt about it. But I know he's not that guy. Yeah. I know that for a fact. I've known him for decades of my life. And I do a pretty damn good job at judging people. And judging scenarios. So, it was so refreshing going with him. Because not only does he see a lot of the things that, you know, you and I have been talking about and so many other people have been talking about, but, uh, you know, he actually agreed to go in there with me with that same mindset Mm -hmm. of, you know what, I'm with my friend who is black and who may be uncomfortable in this situation, so let me tried to see this also in his point of view, but at least somewhat still be happy that I'm here. And that's exactly what I did. I was happy I was at the convoy because for a whole a solid week we were saying to ourselves, do we want to go to Toronto or do we want to go to Ottawa? Because yes, they're starting this one in Toronto. But the one in Ottawa is more historical for us. Mm-hmm. In this, it, just no matter what anybody says, this is the biggest historical it's at moment. Parliament. Yeah, like this is huge. Um, so, and this is the second weekend, so like things might be a little bit more established. You know, like, it might be less uh, chaotic and whatnot. So, <laughs> bro, as soon as we got into town, it was it was a shit show. It was, it was it was an absolute shit show one uh it didn't seem like the cops had things under control and i mean that by uh directing wise because if you went back onto the exit going westbound they blocked off like seven exits going westbound so you had to go all the way up but the thing is they were confused by it cuz they were still trying to let people in <laughs> so like they were still letting in, you know, commercial vehicles, uh, citizens who, who live in that area. They're like, listen, my home is right here. Like, like, let me in. So they let a lot of people in as well. But, like, if you didn't, you would have to go all the way around. And uh, as soon as you get downtown, bro, you find parking that take you forever to find. Uh, it looked like the apocalypse, bro. Yeah? Yeah. It looked like it was Walking Dead. Now, what
0: I heard was that, or what I am hearing, is that the federal government is buying up empty hotel rooms so that people cannot get a hotel room to come
1: in to protest. That is 100% accurate. So that is true. That is 100% accurate.
0: So basically, for everyone listening, your federal government is using your tax dollars to purchase hotel rooms so that no one can stay in those hotels.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was... uh, There was a lot of cops also standing outside of those those hotels Hmm. as well. A lot of the hotels that were downtown, so you can imagine that you know people might be trying to go in there. For for God forbid, you're out of town, you come here, you want to stay at downtown. Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. Uh, But what I will say, uh, I spoke to a lot of cops. My my buddy Steve, he spoke to more, but. Uh, I spoke to a lot of cops. There was not one that was hostile. So a lot of people have been saying, "Oh yeah, the cops—they're doing this." Then yeah, like you might find that one cop, maybe. Mm-hmm. But the ones that I spoke with, they were all—they are all helpful, peaceful, nice, etc. See,
0: so, yeah, and that's what I think. Like about the cops too, is it, it's it is for them. It is a tough. Thing because mm-hmm. they're trying to still uphold the law. Yeah. And they're still, at the end of the day, they're still trying to do their job to yeah. collect a paycheck to provide for their family. Absolutely. So even if they don't necessarily agree with the things that they're being told to do, mm-hmm. they still, they're still trying to ride that line of, okay, how can I still do my job but not impede on the Constitution?
1: Right. And you know what? It's crazy because a lot of those cops that were there... They even agreed. They said, yeah, I don't agree with these mandates.
0: But I have to still do my job in order to keep to provide, right? So, it's like, really, like, they are in one of the toughest spots, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. in our country right now, are these are these police officers. Mm-hmm. Because they, they got to find this fine line. And that's the that's thing is, like, don't take it out on the cops necessarily for just doing their job, mm-hmm. right? Like, a lot of the times, like, even if they are doing it, right? They're following orders. And yeah, there's a lot of things with people saying, you know, if you follow the orders and you're, you're complying, you're part of the problem, part of the problem. Right. Right. right? But right. you also have to remember these people are on the thin ice of being fired and reprimanded for not following the order as mm-hmm. well. So, and they're trying to gauge that at an individual level of trying to feed their family. And keep true to the law that they are bound by. Right. Yeah. So it it is for them, it is the trickiest of situations.
1: It's hard, man. It's hard. Um I mean you could put the healthcare on that same category too, right?
0: Well, the healthcare more so because, you know, I mean we can get into it later on, but just just for the fact of healthcare professionals trying to treat patients and then being denied that and losing their jobs for trying to provide treatment Mm -hmm. because it's not protocol. And the protocol says you're not allowed to treat because there is no treatment for COVID. So it is very hard to sit there and be, be forced to do nothing when you know you can do something and watching people die. Yeah. That's. that's And I think that's why a lot of people have left their professions. Mm-hmm. Like just imagine the PTSD from that. There's one thing for PTSD from losing a patient doing everything you could
1: when you know that you could actually help them in your But when stopped, you can
0: yeah. you're stopped or yeah. limited from providing that help mm-hmm. and watching them die,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think it's on a whole different level. Yeah. And that's what people have to understand too is that like Regardless of whatever you are about vaccines or not, when have you ever thought about treatment? right? Like prevent ICUs and hospitals from being filled, it's called outpatient treatment, right? How many for the common cold or any virus inflection of influenza or whatever, what do you have? You can go and get your over-the-counter buckleys, you can get your night quill, you can get your day quill, you can get all these cough medicines to limit those symptoms and to help you go on with your daily life. There's treatment for it. Right? You go to the you go to the hospital, they give you they give you a prescription antibiotic, take it at home over the counter. Yeah. There are things very debatable, but there are things with scientific studies proving that there is viable treatment for COVID nineteen ever since March two thousand twenty. Since we just started locking down. And they've been silent and cancelled and debated about with no nothing. Yeah. So that's another issue. Look yeah. into treatment first.
1: Yep. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. I feel that. We'll definitely jump into the uh to the whole healthcare and the mandates and what is wrong and what is right? And
0: okay, so what did
1: you see in Ottawa uh, with the convoy? The convoy alone. Well, as soon as I, I actually got out of my car and started walking down the street, the first thing that I did see was uh, let, let me let me let me rephrase that. The first thing that I seen was a bunch of people from even like there was a ton of people from Quebec there a Mm -hmm. ton of people from Quebec Uh, well they've been locked down the worst yeah so there was there was a lot of people from Quebec Uh, there was the the first people that I spoke with they were beyond nice and they were all from Quebec I know a lot of people think that people from Quebec wise they're all you know you know rude and this that and the other rebels without a cause yeah (laughs) (laughs) just trying to stir up shit yeah not, not even close, man. They were, they were so nice, man. It was like a group of like four, or five, you know, middle-aged women with like their one husband that was there, and he, like they were, they were, they're all married to the same man. Well, I mean, I, you know, teach their own, bro. Like, I mean, <laughs> listen, man, you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes this world, it's a cruel, it's a cruel world. Well, bro. when
0: you're in lockdown for so long, things hey, listen, happen, man.
1: right? Hey, listen. He, then he's doing a great job, or they're doing a great job. If he's got money. Speaking of money, you he's probably pulling like some kind of freaking uh, twin uh, Tinder twit swindle guy. Yeah. You see that nonsense? No. Oh my god, bro. We, we'll we'll get to that, bro. <laughs> we will get to the Tinder swindler or whatever they call this freaking guy.
0: I think it is the Tinder
1: swindler. Swindler, right, it's, yeah. yo, bro, it's so freaking messed up, bro. Like it's just, but like this will go to what, like. I've been thinking for so long of how people can just lose, you know, I'm, not even going to go any further. I'm going to continue on this Ottawa nonsense. Based. Yes. So we, uh, talking to a lot of people and then we were walking downtown and the first thing that I see is, uh, there's a car with no tires on it <laughs> and it's sitting on center blocks and there's like. Cases of water and food and all this stuff sitting in front of, of, of like, the the, the hub. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And, bro, let me tell you the horns. The horns were next level. They were next Mm. level.
0: I heard they're, like, constant.
1: If I was a local, I would understand why why these people were so pissed. Earplugs, though, right? No? No. No. Earplugs or not, that noise was next level. You got to think, right? You've got over a hundred trucks.
0: More than that, no?
1: Over a hundred trucks. Okay. You got over a hundred trucks. And a lot of those trucks are sitting idle in uh, side streets, Hmm. downtown, beside all these freaking buildings. So all that horning that's going on, that echo is just rising mm-hmm. right so that bro that noise was buried in my brain for 24 hours plus it was it was loud and it was loud and obnoxious because the way that they were doing it they were trying to set, set you know trying to set the tone trying to make, make their point they're trying to piss you off trying to piss you off but the problem was, was that there's nobody in the building on saturday So, my question was, like, who are you trying to piss off and why are you blaring these horns if there's nobody here? There's nobody working. Like, literally, nobody is working in this building and you're blaring these horns. I would understand it if you're doing it from Monday to Friday while they're working in the house.
0: Now, didn't they have, like, a? didn't they say something, like, when they originally got there, like, the first weekend that they would stop honking at 10 p.m.?
1: Yeah, well, that's a lie because they they, they don't they don't like <laughs> they, they honk all like all throughout the night and people have seen videos of them like honking and the thing is like I talked to a lot of people this was their second weekend there they said that because uh, I asked them I asked them about like all this supposed racism and stuff mm-hmm. and they said like no no like it was a group of like Greek there was like mm-hmm. five or four Greek people there and uh, they're like. Like no no no, there's no racism here. Like people saying that like, they're just they're just rude and da, da da da. And I'm just like okay. And then they were telling me about how crazy it gets throughout the night and throughout the, like throughout the day and throughout the night where there's like an R&B section and an EDM section and they're just just raving, bro. Just popping Molly, going bro. nuts, cocaine well I, I won't go i won't uh,
0: reproducing <laughs> another baby boom in Ottawa coming on
1: i won't go that far i won't go that far but i mean you never know bro you never know because like
0: floors are closed. we can't get you know, immigrant workers let's just make them time
1: like this bro you know people's hormones are freaking rising and stuff People uh, popping
0: Viagra all day.
1: Yo, okay, well, I am going to put the Viagra because like a lot of these people, they're all like they're all like our age, so like I can't see why you would need Viagra. But if you're gonna you do, take the
0: red or the blue pill. Uh,
1: well, <laughs> I, I, I think I think they took the. Uh, no, I ain't. We
0: know what we know what like those are, like the red pill Tylenol because that's red.
1: The red pill Tylenol? No, red pill's not Tylenol.
0: Well, Tylenol's red.
1: No, is it red? Not no, it's white, just clear. white. Or maybe aspirin. Yeah, I think it's aspirin. Aspirin. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Aspirin. So they're like, you know, in Matrix, you're divided between, would you like some aspirin for your headache or would you like some <laughs> Viagra?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know, man, but they, like from what they told me, they were playing, they, they they jam out until like one o'clock in the morning. And the thing is, is that... The, well, they don't have any hotel rooms, right? Well... It, Government bought them all up. Whether they got, <laughs> they whether they do or do not have these hotel rooms... The speakers that they have are not you're just like, Oh yeah, I got these speakers from like my kitchen that I use for my laptop or my computer. Like, well
0: they were shipping them to like your local Best Buy and they said fuck it, we're going to Ottawa. Bring the speakers too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no joke, bro. It was like Dead Mouse DJing at freaking the Skydome. Like the speakers, they had like six or seven of them stacked on each other. I might be boosting, but still, like the speakers, they were they were freaking loud, bro. And people were jamming. And, like, they do this all night. And people were, people are drinking. Like, people are drinking. So, like, to me, personally, when I see that, how do I know people are drinking? Because. They offered you. No. <laughs> there was a group of girls. They asked me to, to take them to uh, the LCBO. I completely denied that. I did not want to partake in the festivities. Uh, one of them asked. Uh, one of them told me. That we're gonna we're gonna smash at the end of the day. I said that's not happening. Thank you, but that's not happening. Uh, I saw another girl. We were all standing outside the Tim Hortons downtown, across from the mall, because they didn't let anybody into the Tim Hortons. It was all window stuff, and uh, there was this girl and this guy. They were walking by everybody, and I don't know how it happened, but her bottle of freaking rum. Falls right out of her bag, smashes in front of everybody. Kids are there. You know what I mean? Like kid like kids are standing in line seeing this public intoxication and in drinking. Clearly can smell it. Yeah. So like, like if you're going to a protest, why do you need booze? Oh, well, it's party. This this that's this is the part where I get disconnected from the people part of the protest. Because mm-hmm. like this isn't this, yes I I asked the people they said yeah it's because I told them like this doesn't look like a protest they're like yeah it's not really a protest it looks like astral world it's they say it's more of a celebration so it's astral world basically I don't know anything about astral but I know that there's some weird shit that goes on yeah there.
0: astral was weird it was like yeah. demonic people died yeah, and like, shit and like, yeah. what's his name sitting up there what's his just- name again his I, name? I, I don't know. Nah, I Probably don't know. like little. Was it not Na, nah, little? Nas, X nah, or whatever no, no, no. his no, that's, name that's was. That's the
1: other guy. That's the other guy.
0: I don't know, but they're all like either like little or like he's big the one with or,
1: uh, one of the Kardashians, right? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't Gucci know, boy I or Gucci? Brought, boy. I don't know. No, it's not even close
1: to me. I don't know <laughs> what they <did>. are. <laughs> I don't know. Drake was there. I was... don't know, but yeah, just yeah, it's just like weird. what's his name? Now I'm going to be bothered. It bothers me.
0: Now I'm going to because I know it. It's like. He's the weird guy with the the videos that are just like, weird. what are we doing here? Yeah, they're yeah. weird. They're Travis just, Scott. Travis Scott. That's the thing. Yeah, Travis Scott. Uh, apparently, he was sitting there doing like demonic shit. Do, yeah, d- apparently, no, he was yeah. doing that. <laughs> oh yeah, he well he was, and it was like I think there was an interview. He's like, oh no, there's like they said like three people died, but there's like eleven people that I saw drop, and it was a uh, weird like the guy was. Himming and high. How long ago was
1: that? uh, Like six months ago, spring? No, the summer. July? Um, No. Bro, imagine how something like that happened. Poof, gone. Nobody cares.
0: Hey, you know how you know how it got overpacked? Because I think it was on the weekend. So on the Thursday and Friday, they opened up pop-up vaccine clinics in the area in Houston. And they said, with every inject, with every vaccine shot, you get a free Astro World ticket. Now, this is already after Astro World tickets were sold velocity. out in yeah, yeah. seconds, yeah, yeah, months before. Yeah. Now you're handing out free tickets. Ooh, that's hey, nice. Man, hey. You wonder why it got over ransacked, eh? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Nothing back. like uh, vaccine incentivization hey, to man. get people going.
1: Hey, bro, listen, man, I got fifty dollars, bro, in my pocket. You want it? No. Oh. I kind of killed everything. Sorry. I kind of hope you say yes, and
0: then. I don't want to take your money. You need it. Well,
1: no, it's just well, What are you trying to say that. If I, I
0: take mean, all your money, then what do you? How,
1: like, yo, money grows on trees, bro. You know. Yeah, man. Just the whole point was you say it, yes, it, and then like okay, ru- go get vaccinated. You ruined it.
0: It grows in the computer, man, right? No, uh,
1: you ruined it, bro. Money grows no, in the computer stop. now. You, you, ruin, you ruin it. ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined
0: it. You know. You know what? Somebody said to a kid. Said, so what do you think money grows on trees? He said, actually, no, but I'm going to create it Oof. on a fucking Excel spreadsheet, and Oosh. that's what the world's going to go to now. Yeah, all cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency. Girl, man.
1: crypto man, crypto man. Where does it come? No
0: part. idea. Who's creating the value? What's it based on? No one cares. Yeah, just buy it up and yeah. use it to trade.
1: Yeah, well, um,
0: anyways, yeah. let's go back. So, I, this I, I'm, EDM not, party, yeah, EDM, people getting parties, smashed, and drunk. smashed,
1: drunk, stupid. Don't know what they're really celebrating because... They don't even know why they're there. Some of them, they probably don't even know why they're there. Um, But what I will say uh, about the whole racism thing... Now, I posted a separate video on my Instagram um, just explaining my experiences. Uh, But what I will say is that... uh, A lot of people think that there was no... Like, there's no racism, that stuff is happening there. I got a lot of messages of people... Uh, disagreeing with my comments that mm. that have not been to mm. the convoy or have been to the convoy, uh, they disagree with my statements and that it's not racist. Yeah, and believe it or not, who do you think were the majority telling me that it wasn't racist? Minorities. No, <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Now everybody knows my status from day one. I have continued to support white people on every single thing because a lot of the things I find are they they don't deserve a lot of the things that they get because they get placed in a category just like black people just like Asians mm-hmm. I'm just not the kind of guy that looks to put people in categories um. but there was moments where when I was walking throughout the streets I'm not one of those people that were Waving a flag or, you know, whatever. Like, I was there, you know. Just the fact that I was there should mean enough for everybody. Like, hey, you know what? I'm here to support with everybody as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some people didn't get that kind of impression by me. A lot mm-hmm. of people gave me some looks. And I was like, interesting. What kind of looks? Like, if you were black, you would know what kind of looks. Like, why? Okay, well,
0: show me the look. Why? Okay. Oh, they just kind of like. The look. The look. The look. Oh, is it Seinfeld? Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank so you, thank you. The look. The look. For yeah. everybody listening, because you can't see us for now, is yeah. when somebody side glances at you, not turning their head fully. Yeah. And then just kind of scan you up and down like they're trying to see what you're packing.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're yeah.
0: just way, weighing you up, seeing if they could take you on a fight.
1: Yeah. And so. <laughs> Uh, I walked past that. I, there was one guy in particular. I walked past him and I was like, what the hell is this guy looking at like that? And then I stopped in the middle of the intersection and I turned and then he turned his head immediately. Now, was,
0: what I'm wondering is, are these like truckers that are in the convoy? I'll get to that part.
1: or is, Because. I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. So he was just a reg- He could have been like a regular guy, but he, ha- he was standing beside his pickup truck
0: hmm.
1: uh, having a smoke. And he, he gave me that, that look. So I stopped, I turned, and then he turned his head immediately. And then I kept walking. I took one step, and then I turned again. And he looked right at me again, he turned his head again. I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, these, like, peop- like people, are, Like I said, people are going in there with the mentality of <clears throat> everything's safe. Everything's happy. Everybody's this, that, and the other. But that's not the case because if you go in there, with, that, with a different mentality of, okay, you know what? There could be some racist people in here. Mm-hmm. Let me keep my guard up. Because as a black man, and women can vouch for this as well. If you're walking down the street, downtown Hamilton, or whatever the case may be. You to be
0: cautious. You, you got to be cautious.
1: And you got to keep your guard up at all times. Because I've been a man that kept my guard up at all times throughout my whole life. And when I, I initially hear, oh yeah, racist things are happening there. What am I going to do? Just put a blindfold on my head? Like, mm-hmm. no. I'm going to keep my guard up and make sure and establish it for myself. Like, okay, you know what? This place seems calm. This place seems peaceful. I can carry on my own way. And there were pockets of that, of mm-hmm. peaceful. But there See,
0: were... to me, yeah. I look at like... Like racism nowadays, like, yeah, it's still there because, because we unfortunately have stereotypes. And I say that with, you know, as long as we have, as long as we work and operate on a value system, we're always going to have discrimination. We're always going to have stereotypes. It's just, it's just what a value does. You, I mean, you look at, I mean, I just learned this, but if you go on your birth certificate, at least, at least in the United States. I haven't verified it, but on the United States birth certificates, there's a serial on the bottom left hand corner that's in red. Hmm. It's probably different in Canada, but that serial hmm. you can input into the stock exchange. Oh, it, really? It is a stock. Really? Yes. So basically your value as a human being is based on how valuable you are to the country and the citizenship you belong to. And probably based off of your medical history, your your education history, yeah. your criminal record, all these things. And probably also because you know, race is the thing, probably your racial background, your cultural background, everything else, probably adds up to your value and how much you're worth for the government. government so it's yeah. it's probably the same with Canada because at the end of the day we can get into this in another podcast every nation state is a corporation and the hint if you can buy a stock and bond for your country it is a corporation and you are a corporate entity property so but anyways so for race because we're on a
1: value system just to go to your your birth certificate comment so um i'm looking at a birth certificate i'm looking at a birth certificate right now just the front of it um there's Two things that uh, that I can see uh, that are given to us. There is obviously your birth certificate number, mm-hmm. but then there's also your registration number. So those are the two. Yeah. I guess you could say barcodes yeah. that they provide us. Sorry, continue. I don't
0: know. I I haven't tested it out, so yeah. I don't know if it's like 100 true. Yeah. But I mean, it's if someone wants to check it out, mm. like that would be. Fucking Fantastic oh, no, if we could no. figure that out yeah. Anyways What I was saying the value system As long as we're on a value system We're ingrained we operate on a value system For everything that we do So of course we're going to treat every Everything With a value so if we look at another Human being we automatically See a value in that mm-hmm. And because of stereotypes that have been created mm-hmm. By our social complexes We have created a value Based off of what the color of your skin so for me racism isn't it there is it is systemic because of that value system we are based on a value system systemic racism does exist right there has to be some sort of value so and right now the stock for a black black person at least in the labor market is really high people want them Mm -hmm. right so, your stock has risen just because of your value of your, of your color of your skin.
1: Yeah. And that's what bothers me as a human being. Yeah. Not but I, as a black man, as a human being. I do not want to be, I, I have no say in it from what it seems, but I don't want to be handed something. No. I want to be earning everything that comes my way because I deserve it. Yeah. Do I need to get more education? Probably. Everybody does. Exactly. If every,
0: need, every, moment is an opportunity to learn right. something it doesn't have to come from a textbook or an institution right it can just life experience itself is more of a rewarding life experience learning experience than anything else mm-hmm. work experience holds more weight than reading a textbook and yeah, living sure. that experience is holds even more weight
1: yeah you'll see so many people that that get jobs just you know without any experience at all and then they end up being one of the top employees at that at that business right
0: but i think unfortunately right now like like they're saying the races the convoy like just saying that the convoy is all fully racist i can't believe in like like you said i believe that there may be some racial stereotypes that In, at an individual level that people may hold from yeah. their life experiences and whatever and they may be holding those racist stereotypes still to them and that's that's an issue that they need to resolve yeah right but and hopefully with a better life experience and things that they experience they become less racist yeah right but I don't think as a whole you know like Justin Trudeau has been saying that they're all just a ra- racist white supremacist convoy mm-hmm. coming to to do what to a white prime minister? I don't understand that. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, well. Um, right. So that, like, that's right. And then the whole thing with, oh, the they're, they're convoys being sent by Russia. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. dude, you just called them out and yeah. then you're saying Russia can just send a, nah. tr- a <laughs> nah. bunch of Canadian truckers that want to, that are demanding yeah. to go back to work yeah. to your driveway. We
1: can't touch that one because that, that, that's just, that's. I'm sorry, sorry, we can't touch that. I don't think we need to put the time and energy into that comment because uh, that—that's just stupidity. To if me. if you believe that, yeah, no, just no. You know just stop no, thinking. Okay, no, we're done with that <laughs> comment. Uh, so, one of the things, though, is that um, what I feel by that by what you're saying about like the stereotype and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't see that many uh, black people, that many Asians, that many you know Sikhs, or, or the list could go on, you know, Indians, etc. I didn't see that many people there. What I did see was a lot of white people there, right? Now, what I know from the stereotypes that we have all created, uh, and I'm always speaking for black people, a lot of black people don't want to put themselves in a position where there's a lot of white people. Or
0: heavy law enforcement that or, could or, go or, south or,
1: or heavy because law they, yeah, they feel yeah. like you know yeah. what if, no, if no, they're you, gonna
0: nab somebody they're probably gonna nab me for first. sure
1: you know what no that that yeah and it that's based
0: God. off of the life experience exactly. that unfortunately that that's happened and that like they
1: justified in yeah. that feeling so there's a, there's an added tongue twister to that as well now because not only do you have now austin i need you to state this for the record um do you think i am racist to you You're racist to me? Yeah, you think I'm... Well, not even to you, just white people in general. No. Okay, so um, I have been a supporter. I'm just stating this for the record so people don't come at me and bash me for the things I'm about to say because I'm using the stereotypes that have been created by society. Now, added to what you were saying earlier about the stereotypes, why I think that there wasn't that many black people there was based on the fact that the stereotypes that have been created, black people don't want to put themselves in positions where there's people like the guys who are driving these trucks. Because they are coming from places that do not have a lot of color in mm-hmm. their towns and their municipalities and whatnot. They, are, they themselves may feel uncomfortable talking to uh, a black man or whatever. Uh, so black people they don't they may not want to put themselves in that position because they think that they might be racist.
0: Or they might be putting themselves in danger. Right. but Putting themselves with the stereotypical right. white group.
1: And and I kid you not, bro, like all the people that I seen driving those trucks or sitting in their trucks, they looked like you're As I said, the stereotypes that have been created, your hillbilly white guy that you might imply that is racist. Likes
0: to buy a lot of guns, go hunting. Right,
1: right. right. Drinks a lot of beer. Drinks your I am Canadian and all that stuff, whatever, right? Like that's that's the impression that that you know people may have gotten from it.
0: And that's the impression that we've created right. is well these are what racist people look like yeah yeah right
1: so but now here's here's the even bigger cluster to this whole scenario now like I said I didn't want to go in there with that mentality mm-hmm. but as my friend who was there with me you know he was talking to a lot of these truck drivers saying thank you and stuff like that and I, I said thank you to a couple of guys a couple of people gave me the responses back. But then there was the other truck drivers who acted as if I was not even existent to life. Hmm. Like, having a conversation, you know, me even saying a couple words to them, and them not even acknowledging me. So, like, at this point, I have to pause. Do I question this now? Hmm. Right? So, like, they could just be like someone who just doesn't want to freaking talk to people. How Mm -hmm. am I supposed to know that? But... I have to question it because this is what has been implied and I've seen some things throughout this day and now I'm seeing a continuous thing happening where I'm not even being acknowledged as a human in that area.
0: Now, could it also be because they know that they're the stereotype racist so that they could also be afraid Of speaking to you because they know that you're assuming that they're already racist. I'm so
1: glad you said that, bro. Because once I went through a few scenarios, I started walking down the street with more confidence. uh, And I I flipped the script and I started looking at people. Didn't give them dirty looks. Just looking at people. And I got the impression that they thought that... I thought that they were that racist. They were racist, and I was like, and then you get the standoff of like, what hey, do you what do you think? What do you think? I, <laughs> what, what are you thinking about me? And you're looking like, at yeah, What are you thinking yeah, about me? I know, right? And it's just, so that actually happened a multiple. Who people. are we thinking about, bro? I'm telling you that that actually <laughs> happened, and the one guy he actually because he like I said he looked like you're generic, and then he came out and he said, "Hey, thanks for coming." I said. You too, bro. You too. And then we continued walking. But at that same time, we had that mindset of like, hey, do you think or do you think? It was like the Spider-Man mm-hmm. picture. You know what I mean? Like everybody's pointing at each other. Yeah. Like, like, hey. Are you? Wait, are you? are you? Are you? Like, are you? Uh, so anyways, long story short, there's that. But then uh, if you want to. You need
0: icebreakers, eh?
1: Uh, you do, need it, bro. <laughs> trust me, man. Honestly, no joke, bro. But like. My personality is that icebreaker alone itself. But again,
0: this goes back to when we were, we did that earlier podcast on yeah. this, right? And when you're saying when you're living in Kingston, right, And right. you're having that, and it's just because because people don't have that experience with exactly. it, or they've always had negative experiences within those situations.
1: Yeah,
0: they just automatically assume hostility mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on either end, even though neither of them wanted to actually be hostile. hostile
1: exactly. Just, yeah. You just
0: gotta just. Yeah. Just take a chance. Just yeah. be vulnerable and just yeah. be open to it. You know what I mean. But there, like,
1: there also is the undercover people, though. Of course. Yeah, yeah, like oh, like the I,
0: the guy I, with the Confederate flag that ended up someone catching. Not. I really like. If this is true, mm-hmm. like this is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But. There was a guy with the Confederate flag. Remember, okay. like, he had the bell clove on, couldn't see any, all was you this could see. Was the you are talking? Yeah. Okay. All you could see, I think it was, like, the third day. All you could see was just his lips. Oh, that and guy. Yeah, the sunglasses, yeah, the Confederate flag. The brown. Uh, yeah, and he's, yeah, yeah. and then it ended up being that someone took a photo of this guy walking to the crowd, mm. and right behind him was a photographer taking his picture, and that photographer was ID'd as Justin Trudeau's personal photographer.
1: Okay, so, like, stuff like that. I wasn't referring to undercover. I was actually just referring to as undercover racist. Ah. But I mean but still Guys like, that are
0: racist but don't want you to know that they're racist. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Right? So like there's people like that and I know they exist. And I Like I, they're like a serial racist? Yeah, bro. <laughs> straight goods, man. It's like straight up serial racist. You know, and like they're like, you know who they are? I
0: We should patent patent that
1: uh, re- rewind. They're like freaking what's his name from you. Yes. You know what? Like just yeah. a straight up serial race that's a good one. You're though. a serial racist. You're a serial You're racist. Just... Yeah, I like that. That's good, man. You, you know, don't we want... just claim claim the uh, train we claim that, yo. Don't take that from us. <laughs> don't take that from us. Yeah, man. Like but so there's those guys and gals, but then we fast forward to uh the protesters versus the protesters. Mm. That, that's where it got really juicy because we were standing there and we we're like. Because we, first things first, sorry, we we seen. First of all, this was the only newscast that we saw that was there. Uh, we don't know who they were. They didn't have a label on their oh, microphone. Oh, they weren't affiliated? They, they, there was no label on their microphone, so we couldn't tell who they were, who they're from. But they were also from Quebec, right? Mm. So, I mean, God, how the hell am I supposed to know? Like, I don't know who the hell they are. Uh, so we followed them because they were. Recording a, a block that had like three or four ambulance trucks and the lights were on, not the sirens, just the lights. And we're like, Is this some kind of fake news that they're trying to pull? Like, oh my god, look at the convoy, there's so many ambulances here, you know. Or they're trying
0: to- are they blocking people yeah, that need to go yeah, to the hospital,
1: yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're trying to stir up some kind which of which I heard that
0: they do move for, yeah, emergency they, vehicles. yes, they
1: do. Well, I don't know about Ottawa because there's no hospitals in that area, okay. But, uh, well, I mean, but if one
0: were having to come
1: through, yeah, like there, there was ambulance, there was at least three or four ambulances there, probably just in case something happened at the convoy itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we followed them, and then we found them going to the protesters. Versus the protesters was about seventy blocks away from the Parliament, and I asked him. He asked me. He's like, "Yo, you want to? Do you want to go there? Like, do you want to go to these people?" I'm like, "You know what? Let's go talk to these people." So we talked to them, Uh, healthy conversation. Uh, Problem is, is that uh, nobody's safe with me. (laughs) I will call everybody out. I was standing there and uh, there was at least over 50 to 100 people uh, that were the pro-vaccinated, pro-we love Trump. Sorry, we love Trudeau, pro-mandates, pro... pro Uh, BLM pro Antifa like there was hundreds of these people and they're all wearing masks and me and my buddy we were the only ones standing there not wearing a pro, mask pro choice pro, body, pro choice of body pro choice of body pro choice bro which is very interesting they're pro freaking everything which, okay? which
0: I find that like that's the most interesting thing i find you're you're pro choice for body but you're not pro a, but you're not yeah.
1: It, against freedom of choice yeah, for a vaccine. It, that that That's where the conversation... Isn't that still a medical treatment? That's where the conversations always get confusing <laughs> though, right? So uh, we're standing there and I, I'm on the far left-hand side of the crowd. And, and uh, I see this one guy turn the corner and he's like walking proud with his BLM sign in his hand. Just walking proud. And then as soon as he turns the corner and sees me... He drops his his sign. I, <laughs> I was like, "Was he shocked to see a black man?" Yes, <laughs> bro. I'm not even. He on the BLM <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, bro, it, it was so- Black Lives Matter. Oh shit, I'm caught. Like, That's a serial yeah, racist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a serial Thank racist. Thank you. And this is this is why I wanted to bring this up because there, like, even on the pro side, there was probably a bunch of serial racists in there, and like, like he. I was in that crowd for 20 minutes plus. No more than 25. That's a good like, real range there. But uh, I didn't see him raise his, his sign until after I left. I analyzed everybody. And the thing is, uh, my buddy, he felt uncomfortable. He felt extremely uncomfortable because he was looking at everybody. And look, they were looking at him? Well, see, he was looking at everybody as I'm talking to... Uh, a a couple of the the pros having a very civilized conversation, very civilized. Uh, And he's looking at everybody look at me, meaning he knows that they want to engage on me because they were all cussing across the road at the the Mm -hmm. unvaccinated. Get the F out of our city and all this stuff. They're cussing at them. And they're looking at me in the heart of their crowd I wasn't on the side anymore. I was in the middle of their crowd having a conversation, not doing that as a douchebag. They were the only people that I could see that I'd like, you know what? I could probably talk to these people Mm -hmm. and not have a problem. And they wanted to, and they were starting to slowly move around us, but they didn't say a word. Why? I'm implying they didn't say anything because I'm black. They didn't want to look like. Exactly.
0: They, they were just. Finish the sentence. Im, imagine if they just sat there and you're questioning these pro, pro Atifa, right. BLM right. motherfuckers. And, right. then, and then because you disagreed, they just start beating the shit out of you. Right? <laughs> as, as the guy's holding a BLM. God
1: forbid <laughs> if you get caught on TV cussing out a black man holding a BLM sign. God <laughs> god help you <laughs> on this planet bro god help you like honestly i at that point i'm praying for you i'm going to church and i'm saying listen lord just can you watch down upon the man that beat me up and he, he got caught on tv beating me up while he's on his black lives matter sign please just watch down upon this man and his family like imagine that bro
0: they would all be judases that would be an awkward eh it would have been so awkward. And ma- imagine the headline: "BLM supporters <laughs> beat up and hospitalized black man."
1: <laughs> bro, they, and the thing is, you would not even need an article. But it's funny because my buddy, he's like, he's like, honestly, Phil, I think I just found something. I'm like, what's that? He's like, I just found out that there's black privilege. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like you know what bro you're fucking well right, you know man. you know where else black privilege is where's that what's your uh whoopee oh god yeah whoopee <laughs> just oh, a man. just a
0: two-week suspension
1: yeah i know but hey listen there's a thing called black privilege and i mean we're starting to see it we're starting to see it bro did um, you feel it i felt bro i felt that that was the most confident i think i have ever felt around a group of white people. Took the blue pill that day. Uh, hardcore. <laughs> hardcore bro. I as soon as I left, I walked with my shoulders back. I walked with my head up and I was just walking right back through that same crowd and I i left. The cops didn't even say anything to me. They can't. The cops are in the <laughs> middle. The cops the thing is the cops seen me and him cross the road from the unvaccinated side to the vaccinated side. Walking through the crowd and standing there, and them looking at us, as in the pros, and they the cops, they did nothing. They didn't say, "Hey, can you guys just like move from here?" Because you know that you know these guys are very like they're very mad and da 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 da. Like, none of that.
0: As you're as you're countering them.
1: As I am count. I, I want it is, to say, in I a want normal to discussion. I don't want to say yeah. Just I questioning. To, just, just having a conversation, but at the same time. I mean, listen, the last thing I want to see is I, I don't want to see a pro. I don't want to see a, a masked and an unmasked person having a conversation during a protest because things could get get nasty. Yeah. But the thing is, imagine if the cops now did anything in that scenario too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just bad. Well, that's
0: why it took a fine line, right? Because it's like, okay, well, you got... You got the pros yeah. and the antis and then you got the cops that are just trying to make sure that everyone stays peaceful. Yeah. And if one one person does one little thing,
1: it's 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 just over. A, it's, it's over.
0: It's a wildfire. Yeah. So it's just like, "Oh my god." Yeah. It's why it's why it's the hardest to have
1: debates. Yeah, it's it's so hard, bro. But like, I mean, at the end of the day, man, uh the 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 convoy itself uh i i i've always agreed with it but what i will definitely disagree with is uh the honking the honking is out of control the honking is uh, unnecessary especially in certain pockets of the town because i did see one truck by itself blaring its horn by itself way from past way like away from everything sitting idle too So, like, stuff like that. So, no.
0: the gist of it is basically the Freedom Convoy has the right intent.
1: Yes, they have the right intent. The
0: wrong approach.
1: But you have to, we could sit here all freaking night. What is the right approach? Because I asked asked the pro-vaccinated people, I get your feelings. I understand how frustrated you are. But I have to ask you, how else would you want them to do this? Mm -hmm. i'm not even asking you you ask yourself that question you don't even have to like agree or disagree you just have to ask yourself the question how else would you want them to go by it because you know my girl and i were talking this morning and we were saying like i was telling her like yeah you know like this could have been done so much better Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but so could have the pandemic the pandemic. The, the pandemic could have been done a lot. It should have been done a lot easier than it was.
0: There's the- a lot of. I. I mean, I can get onto how exactly the pandemic should have been handled. Yeah. But I mean, that's a discussion for yeah. another day. Yeah, we'll be we we'll I all think night. the 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 point of the Freedom Convoy is to end mandates. Yeah. Because of all the the criminal activity the government has created Absolutely. especially in crimes against humanity we can discuss that later it's unconstitutional the way the pandemic has been handled is undemocratic everything else and like that is a blatant known the there is a different plan and agenda that is going on here besides because you know as justin said at the beginning of the thing 90 percent vaccinated that's 90 percent herd immunity because that's what a vaccine's intent is to do: is mm-hmm. to create herd immunity. We have ninety percent. What the fuck are we still doing?
1: That's a really right. That's right. The we
0: if we're still at if we're at ninety percent herd immunity, and we're still locked down, that is you telling me that you know the vaccine's ineffective for herd immunity, mm-hmm. and. Either way, at this point, there should be no mandates. There should be nothing. Because at the end of the day, there's freedom of choice. Most sacred one is freedom of your own body Mm -hmm. and medical
1: treatments. And that's where the convoy is. is And that's what the convoy is about. Now,
0: the good thing about it is that they're forcing parliament to discuss it. The conservatives Mm -hmm. are clearly on the side for freedom and ending the mandates and the Liberal Party and the new Democratic Party, who's just kind of always been on the sidelines, just what about me? And they're they're really playing the racial game right yeah, now, yeah. which to me is highly unacceptable to just claim every, every Democratic problem as a race issue. It, uh-huh. It's definitely not. I need to get over that. <clears throat> but at least... They're forcing talk in Parliament to force something to happen, and we've kind of already seen it where Saskatchewan is ending their mandates on yeah. Monday, February fourteenth. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day, everybody!
1: You can uh,
0: <laughs> it's a, such a weird. You you, you can get it in again.
1: I, I honestly, pro you know, honestly, they the, the dates that keep coming from from uppers and 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 par, and parliaments and this that and the other. The dates that these guys come up with are the. The weirdest dates, bro. Yeah,
0: but at least, you know, Alberta, they, they've already let go of their mandates. And then on Monday is when s- masks end, especially in s- schools.
1: Yeah. The mandate, the, the mandate topic is uh, that's going to be our next conversation. That's going to be our next conversation. Um, but yeah, that's what happened at the convoy, bro. Fantastic. Yeah. So. Well.
0: If you want to be on the show, if you want to give us any bit of info, let us know. You can reach us at Steeltown Talks on Instagram and Facebook as well, or you can email us at steeltowntalks at gmail.com.